Hey guys, welcome once again to another episode of I Am Whole. I am so glad that you guys are here. You're in for such a special treat. This week, our great, 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 great and hilarious friend, Courtney, stops by and she speaks about real issues such as racism, heartbreak, and surviving COVID. And it was such a great sit down with her. I do want to warn that this podcast is a little more R-rated for language content and some of our discussion content. So if you feel uncomfortable or potentially feel you may be triggered, I do want you to know that we do discuss some some hard topics as well as dive into the deal. So you've been forewarned. All right, don't come at me, okay? Otherwise, here's some behind-the-scenes stories, stories uh, that I didn't know either, and honestly, just a clapback on some of the haters. So I hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, to I Am Whole. Here's Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Jackie, or Jubes, as I call you. Wow, we're starting there. That's a flashback. (laughs) I know. Wow. That's why I have you on my phone. Really? Yeah. Do you have me as corn? Let me double check. Or Oksusu, right? That's what you said. Yes, to call yes. Me. That's my favorite nickname for you. No, it's boring. Courtney. Oh, well. <laughs> well, after tonight, I'll let you choose. Is it going to be corn or Oksusu? I think Oksusu is better. Okay. Oksusu it is. Oksusu it is. Okay, well, you look beautiful. Thank you. I did myself up just for you. I feel so special. You know, people don't dress up anymore. <laughs> people don't get did anymore. It's a feast for my eyes, at least. It's a shame. I, I'm sweatpants and t-shirt girl all day, if I could be. Can you dress up for me? I tried. Because I know you're going to post something on, on your Facebook. <laughs> Noted. Noted. And remind everybody what Jubes is. Oh, okay. So it's because back when we were way younger, you had the biggest boobs in the church out of all the girls. And your name is Jackie. So we just put the J instead of the B for the boobs and it's Jubes. And that's how I've called you Jubes from then till now, I guess. (laughs) I accept it. Is that wait? Is that considered sexual harassment nowadays? Probably. Oh. I, well, I think it's sexual harassment when it's unwanted, okay. right? Unwanted That's attention. Good. I think I don't know what. I don't think I knew what to do with it because on one hand, it's not anything bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe if a if a dude was to keep calling you jubes. They did though, Courtney. Oh, oh my god. Should, I'm sorry. Should we not call should I not call you that anymore? No, girl, call me. Call me it. Call me. No, I'm but I'm just thinking. I never thought of it that way. About it being sexual harassment. Do I have a lawsuit on my hands? <laughs> I'm calling for you, boys. I know all your names. Oh, do you? Okay. As long as you remember them all, because I don't. It's okay. It's okay. But yes, people, sexual harassment is bad. So, sexual yes. harassment is illegal. Don't do it. It's in no way approves of sexual harassment. 
Bachoobs, yes. And your nickname was Oksusu. Yes. Which in Korean stands for corn. Do you even like corn, Courtney? Um, yeah, you know, I, I do really like corn, but for some reason, when I dream about eating corn, it is the nastiest thing ever. Like, for some reason in my dreams, corn tastes like I'm eating glue stick. I have no idea why it's only this way with corn. <laughs> okay, there's a lot to unpack there, because first, you remember your dreams? Yeah, I do. Well, most of them, yeah. And you specifically have dreams about corn. Yes, about eating corn. And about it tasting like glue sticks. Yeah, and I always feel so nauseous whenever I eat corn in my dream. So this is quite the experience. Does that mean that I mentally think that eating myself is going to be disgusting? (laughs) You know, I'm kind of glad you're going down that train. Because it could have easily said, oh, does this mean that? glue sticks are my thing (laughs) no oh my god (laughs) well I guess it means whatever you want it to mean right that's how I will interpret it yeah that I'm not delicious you heard it here folks she's not delicious so move on if it's a zombie apocalypse okay please don't eat me I am so (laughs) zombies (laughs) are you prepared for a zombie apocalypse or an emergency no, I feel like if there was ever to be a zombie apocalypse, I would definitely take like a whole bottle of sleeping pills and just off myself because I can't even imagine the fear of constantly like looking over my shoulder and trying to see if something's going to eat me. Like there's just something about zombies that is so terrifying to me and I just can't do it. And I always tell everyone like I would like to think that I would, you know, fight and be badass, but I would probably I would probably commit suicide first. (laughs) Are you laughing at my patheticness? (laughs) You know when you laugh because you don't know what else to do? Oh, it's like an uncomfortable laugh. Like, let me fill in the silence. (laughs) I think so. I think so. Humor is a healthy coping mechanism, by the way. Mm -hmm. It is. Girl, you got to fight. I'll protect you. I would be more worried about protecting your boobs over my life. (laughs) You think that they're going to see it and be like, milk. (laughs) You never know. Listen, listen. But I I also met other emergencies as if there was a tornado, if there was... Um, Yeah, like if it's like a natural disaster emergency, then sure, I think I would like to... I think I could be prepared. Like my boyfriend already bought like... MREs and stuff to like store and I'm always thinking about having dried and canned food and storage and just keeping supplies but I think that's just me being a little paranoid no you know who's who's gonna be sorry when this stuff goes down not you guys because you guys are prepared (laughs) (laughs) I always tell myself I should get one of those things as well go on Amazon (laughs) and buy a survival book bag right but, then, but you know, life is busy. And you know, honestly, I didn't know this, but supposedly, like the MREs that that you buy, um, they're not really meant for you to keep eating after three weeks because it's not good for you. That's what I that's what I read somewhere. Okay, so can you can you define MRE by the way? What that means? 
So like the ones that we buy off at Amazon, they're not like, so, you know, like when you're going into the army, they have like the MREs, which are like the, the foods that like the military personnel eat when they're out there, like it's prepackaged. Um, most of the times you don't even really have to heat it, but it's like stuff that's packed with calories and nutrient dense and a lot of sodium and it's supposed to keep them sustained for like where wherever they're going or whatever they're doing because they're not going to have access to like regular food like we do um on the field so a lot of people with this whole pandemic they were like going on amazon and buying like mres and stuff like that but supposedly like the stuff that you buy on amazon is not like true mres um it's more for like civilians from what I read. So these are MREs that's really just for like emergency situations. It's not really su- supposed to sustain you for anything longer than three weeks. Three weeks, it doesn't seem that long though. Like I, I would want more. Yeah, it, it's three weeks isn't long, but you know, especially if you're in a zombie apocalypse, you know, it could last for years. So you're going to need to find something else to eat other than those salty ass MREs because you'll probably die from like high cholesterol or something. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So it sounds like your boyfriend is a prepared person, someone who is prepared for life or has thought about that scenario. Yeah. I mean, he would like to be. I mean, he does things here and there. Like, I know his intention is to be as prepared as possible. Like, He's that person that thinks of like every single worst outcome in any situation just so that he's like not caught off guard. So what about you then? How do you how do you view life or how do you tackle life then? Um I'm both like I would like to be prepared for the future, but I think I'm more of the like let's enjoy things for the now. Uh, because we don't know if we'll have tomorrow. And I think maybe that's also the reason why, like I I went to Vegas over the weekend and like, I kind of thought about it when my friends were all, we were were all walking by the Bellagio, the fountain and like the music was playing and the fountain was like putting on a show and all my friends had their phones out and they're just taking videos of the whole water show. And I didn't take my phone out. And I was just thinking like, you know, yeah, you could record what's happening, but it's never the same as when you're actually like just watching it. And to me, like, I felt like that was a little bit more important because like, I mean, people always take pictures, videos, they're going to post it anyway. Like it's always going to be there. But like, I wanted to just see with my own eyes, like what it was like to experience that whole like water show. And I don't, really like to take photos of too many things because like I feel like it just kind of takes away from the experience it's a balance right because you're right there are those who do everything through photo and video and then they don't their eyes don't leave right the screen yeah Mm -hmm. and you're right that moment passes and that experience is live is very different right yeah yeah but oh girl you went to Vegas yeah, it was just to use our flight credit before it expired, but everything was closed, basically. How was it in Vegas? How was the atmosphere? And um, Honestly, so I didn't know, we didn't know this before we got there, but apparently like the weekdays before we went, they had like a shutdown. So everything was closed up until Thursday. 
And then Friday to, um, I guess yesterday, they like reopened and everybody decided to fly in on Friday for that weekend. So when we got there, it looked like there was no pandemic because of the amount of people that I was just like walking the strip and in the casino, like it was so crowded. Um, like, you know, most people were wearing masks, but like, it just was so weird to me that in New York, the mask policy is like pretty strictly enforced, you know, like they give you fines if they see that you're not wearing it or like they kick you out if you're they not shame wearing- you. Yeah, like you're publicly shamed. But in Vegas, like there were so many people that we just saw like walking around without masks. Um, and it was a little worrying, but like we just like kind of stayed away and like kept our distance. But the only thing that sucked was like, you know, there's no clubs, there's like no pool parties. Um, no I just shows. Had- yeah, no shows. Like I just ended up going to the gym every day and uh, we just maybe went out to eat out like for one meal which is dinner and that was it and then we just went back to the room i didn't even sit at a slot machine or a table to gamble were they open though the casinos yeah they were open uh but when i went to go to the um what is it because there's a because i had to get tested in vegas for covid before i came back and when i went to the clinic uh they were saying that they're gonna do another shutdown again in vegas in like another maybe week or so but well, what we're seeing now is cases are rising everywhere and yeah yeah well girl I'm glad you're safe and say it loud for the people in the back are you negative I haven't gotten my results yet okay girl I love you but just stay, stay. <laughs> I know yeah that's why I'm like self-quarantining right now um I should be getting the results tonight but because Vegas is like three hours behind it might take a little while but I have to go test again this Friday here for me to go back to work and I have to be negative on both tests. Got it. Got it. So they make you, is it like a, they make you thing? They follow up on you. So, you know what, before I went, it was so confusing. Like it, I guess like it wasn't very clear on the New York state website. And uh, when I came back, I actually flew to Newark and they're very strict now. Like they make sure you fill out paperwork if you're going to go back to New York about where you've been and um, you know, like how long you were there. So they're, they track everyone. And after I filled out that like online questionnaire is when I saw like, okay, if you don't want to take the test, then you don't have to, because in Nevada, when I went, they were charging me $150 for a COVID test. In New York, it's free for you to take one and you don't have to take, you don't have to have insurance from what I understand. But they charged me $150 over there. And um, I have to take one when I come back here if I want to go back to work. So what I understood in the, what I read was that if you don't want to take the test, when you come back to New York, you just have to quarantine yourself for two weeks. Uh, But that means, you know, if you're at a job, if you're traveling for leisure, obviously it's two weeks with no pay. So if you want to go back to work sooner, they require you to take a test in, you know, wherever you're going to go three days before you arrive back to New York. And then when you come back to New York, you quarantine for three days. And on the fourth day, you take a COVID test. And if the test comes back negative, then you're clear to go back to work. Got it. Got it. So it sounds like a mess, but there's a, there's a logic to this mess. 
Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, I wish it would have been more clear on the the site, like when you go in, it I really didn't understand what they wanted me to do because like before I left it, I thought it was mandatory that you had to do the test. Like there was no option for that two week self-imposed quarantine. But no, like when I came back was when I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, so this is what I have to do. And I have to go to HR for my job and like let them know the policy because, you know, originally before I went to Vegas, like weeks before I was asking him like, hey, what's the policy? Like, I want to book this trip. Am I going to get penalized if I go? And they're like, no, you're not going to get penalized. You just come back you're not going to get paid, but you know, you just quarantine yourself for two weeks. And after the two weeks are done, then you come back and that's that no points. You're not going to get any uh, occurrences for not coming to work. Uh, but that's that. And then they're like, but you know, as you get closer to your trip, they come back and tell us and we'll let you know if there's any changes. So like literally like last week before I left, I told them like, Hey, I'm still going to go. So is the two week quarantine still a thing? And they're like, oh no, um, Cuomo changed it. So now you have to quarantine for three days and take a test for on the fourth day, you know, when you come back. But because he changed the policy, now we're gonna give you occurrences for those days that you have to quarantine unless you use your vacation days. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because you were fine with me not using any vacation days, not getting paid and not giving any occurrences for two weeks. And now, because it's a shorter time period, you want me to use my vacation days or else I'm going to get penalized? Like, how does that work, you know? So they're like, oh, it's because you changed it. But I'm going to go and see if, when I explain to them, it's like an option, if maybe they'll give me back my days because I want to hold on to them. Sorry, I didn't mean to like go into work. <laughs> no, no, but you're, it's reality and it's, it's a mess, right? And yeah. do you have receipts, girl? Do you have someone to go back to? Like Susan told me. well I took a screenshot of that questionnaire that I filled out and I'm going to show them um when I go back and I'm going to be like hey like can we work this out because I personally don't see why they would penalize you for taking less time off from work instead of like two whole weeks but you know it's also my job and they tend to like to do things like that to employees there yeah, I mean, the big man always looks out for themselves, right? Right. That's yeah. how. Uh, are you a fighter in the, in, I know in the zombie apocalypse, you're like, I'm done. <laughs> how about in those situations, in work situations, injustice? How do you, how do you approach things like that? I, I am actually a pretty big fighter for like work stuff like I think that's probably why the managers don't really like me because if I feel like something's wrong or like I feel like somebody's getting taken advantage of then I will I will say something you know but obviously if I feel like you know I'm in the wrong or like it's justified for you know giving me that disciplinary occurrence or action then I won't really like argue against it so like I'm like I'm on both sides like I try to see where they're coming from but I also try to see like on the employee standpoint. And if I feel like what they're doing isn't justified, then I will like fight against it. Okay, they said, Miss Cho, we wanna take $5 off of your hourly hourly pay because we just feel you haven't been here as long and you just made the cut. Miss Cho, 
Sorry. Oh, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> First of all, it's a union job, and I'm a union delegate, so I would definitely not allow you to do that at all. Yeah. You heard it here, people. Don't mess with the person's livelihood. Definitely not. Not during this time, especially. How has this time been for you? Because the last time I was supposed to see you was your birthday party. I know, and I missed It happened your- that week, Courtney. I know everything got shut down right then. I think I was talking to you like the week before, like, hey girl, see you next week. You yeah. want anything? Are those tickets still good, by the way? What tickets? Didn't you buy tickets for the museum? The ice cream museum? No, it was for something. There was a go look back all the way in your emails like I remember you said you had bought tickets for something and I was like oh tell me how much and you're like oh don't worry girl it's for your birthday I got it oh my god I don't know I don't know Courtney what did I get (laughs) it was for some museum I okay not the ice cream museum right no no we already did that I think we have to go back into our messenger uh messages and and see what this was for because i don't want you to like lose money on a ticket i mean girl it might have been lost (laughs) okay i'll look at it later i'll look at it later i'll message you later uh but yeah going back to the thing i was actually totally fine during the whole quarantine um i know so many people were like oh it's really affecting my mental health and i'm so depressed and I can't wait to go back to work but like I think I kept myself so busy that I really didn't feel there was not a single day that I felt bored like I was always doing something I mean granted like I was cooking like two meals a day for like my family when we were here and like I just kind of used the time off to cook dishes that I wouldn't normally cook like really really like time uh intensive dishes and I also took up gardening. Like I also did a lot of baking and I just did a lot of hobbies. So I think I was pretty okay. You see, this is how you know you're old. When you're like, I'm gardening. I'm like, oh, that sounds so peaceful. <laughs> it's not. You don't understand like how, how the mosquitoes raped me this summer. Okay. Like I would come inside and I would have at least 20 bites because I'm, I apparently I'm delicious to the mosquitoes. What blood they, type are you? I think I'm an AB, I think. Yeah. I know type O is supposed to be like more popular to the mosquitoes, but something about me is just like, come and bite me and they do so. You're AB, Courtney? That's what I remember from what my mom told me in childhood. Girl, get tested. You know, my whole life, me and my sister, our whole lives, we thought we were A's uh-huh what are you a b so no one day we figured we asked we questioned right hey what blood type are we and how do you know that right i think we had to do something and they were like oh you're a because i'm an a i'm like no <laughs> maybe but that's not really proof right mm-hmm. do you have medical proof that we are what we are girl you gotta question your parents <laughs> you gotta, <look laughs> you gotta yeah. question they said oh i don't think we have and nothing, no document that proves it. So my sister and I went to get tested. I am an A positive. Okay. But my sister, her whole life, she thought she was A. She was an O. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. 
I mean, okay. I'll, I mean, I'll definitely go and. Uh, That's bad, Courtney. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you had like an identity crisis. <laughs> I definitely got to check this. I mean, I could have sworn I saw something about AB blood type, but I'll, I'll double check. It's just that my health centers at the union are so like overwhelmed right now because like the union insurance, you can only go to like certain health clinics in the whole city uh but if you live in another state like jersey you could go anywhere you want and just pay a five dollar copay which i think so much more convenient but because so many people uh didn't get called back to work and you know their insurance is going to expire this month or or next month they're just been calling and making all these appointments like they're totally booked but I think next year, first thing I will do is find out my blood type. I will definitely let you know what my blood type is. <laughs> you never know because during a zombie apocalypse, you can kind of be like, look, some zombie. You really want this AB? Go for the O's. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh my God. I don't want to like pass them off to somebody else. Girl, it's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Just do it. There are okay. no rules. If I, if I do that, I'll be like, oh, it's because... It's because Jackie told me to do so. No, no, it's it's because Jubes told me to do this. Yes, Jubes told me to pass the zombie on to you. It's not my fault. Oh, Courtney, I have a question. What is your most significant memory of us? Of us? I have one specific. I have a couple, but I do have some. Oh, man. Why does they match? Well, is it? I mean, there's one memory that sticks out for me a lot for you, but it's not like a, it's probably not a good memory for you. Am I going to cry? I don't think you're going to cry, but I mean, I already told you, like, I remember when you like confessed your feelings for Elliot Kim. And like, I remember we were at church that day and you were like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to tell him how I feel. And I was like, okay. And like, you took him to the side and I just <laughs> okay it was very pg okay it was it was very pg but like I remember you I saw you take him to that little like last door area I think about entrance right and then like I saw you talking to him and then you kind of like bowed your head a little bit and you had your hand like up with your palm up like this right and then like he just kind of like patted your back a little awkwardly and you just kind of like nodded your head and then you came back and then you just started crying and I was like what happened you're like oh I told him how I felt and like he rejected me but he was nice about it and I was like wow well you know at least he was nice about it to you because he was he was a dick about it to me (laughs) but yeah like that's that's like one very vivid memory that I have of you. Wow. You remember, you have a great, that's a, wow. I'll be honest, Courtney, I don't remember it. Probably because I was rejected, it probably didn't want to remember. I, <laughs> I had this thing when I was younger. I was much more like, I'm going to confess. I'm going to confess. I think I did it until I was like 20 and then I stopped. I was like, this ain't working well. <laughs> but you know what looking back I'm proud of myself for just no, yeah just, you know, saying it because 
that's what you do. You just tell someone you like them. It doesn't always go the way you want it, and life goes on. I mean, look I look at us now, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? I'm sure he's a very nice guy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. F you, Elliot Kim. Courtney, are you okay with this? <laughs> it's okay. He's probably never going to listen to this. I hey, you but... never know. I'll be having stalkers, okay? Oh, well. No, no, no. But um, I'm sure he's a good guy out there somewhere. We miss you. Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. To be fair, there just weren't many guys around us. Yeah, so. that's why, Elliot. You were. It was slim pickings. That's why all these girls had crushes on you okay <laughs> true you were you were a big fish in a small pond yes that's what it was okay let me just stop bashing him i like to hear that he was nice though i don't think i think that's why i don't have any bad feelings because oh, if you think as- about rejecting someone is very hard too Oh my god, do you know how i told you how he rejected me that shit was like yo say it for the crowd Oh my god. So I think he he knew I liked him and there was a day that he messaged me on AIM which was so back in the day. So 2000s. Yeah, and he was just like, "So do you like me?" and I was denying and I was like, "No, I don't." And he just would not stop. He kept messaging me over and over and over like, "Do you like me? Do you like me? Do you like me?" Like, just tell me. Like over and over to the point where I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm just so tired of it. Like, fine, I'm going to tell him that I like him. So I finally said, yes, I do. As soon as I sent that, he blocked me on AIM. Blocked me. He ghosted <laughs> you. Well, that's ghosted, like ghosted. Ignored me on, like, in person. And then, like, it got to the point where when we would go out with, like, other people, um, he would, like, purposely, like, say mean things. At, to me and then people would be like oh like why did you say that to her and he'd be like oh it's because she likes me and I don't want her to like me anymore so I was just like okay forget you then <laughs> you, you see let's try to break this down because I don't think this is a, you know there's that thing where oh if they're mean to you it means they like you no I don't think so <laughs> yeah I know Being spirited yeah, that's why I was very, I mean, I was very happy for you that he was very nice to you. I guess he must have, like, grown. But I was surprised because, like, I saw what he did to me. And I was like, damn, like, I don't think I was even on your back like that. But okay. <laughs> I'll say it. What a dick. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, look at me now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope you're happy out there. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Oh, man. I have to say, my memory of you is, first, you were very calm. Oh, I remember you had to talk me out of beating up a friend. No, no, don't say anything. (laughs) I will. Just, I was so, I think I was just up to here. I don't know. I think it was, I don't know. I remember just what, I was like, Courtney, I'm going to get in trouble today. (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble. And you just went, Jackie don't it's not worth it (laughs) no no, don't and a quiet voice too you weren't even like girl what you doing you're just like no don't no no no. walk away away." (laughs) oh so I was like you're the the good angel on your shoulder oh 
That's true. So what are you now? If I came to you now and I was like, Courtney? I don't know. I've become Courtney, kind of- this, this, I'm, I'm Courtney, I'm going to cause trouble today. I might side with you now. I, I've become a little bit bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> what does bad mean? Like, I've become more confrontational and angry, I guess. I think it's because I went so long being that like small tiny like quiet girl that got like picked on and I like even when stuff happened like I never said anything and then I think it's just all those years of it like building up like working in retail really unleashed it. <laughs> What's the worst retail customer you met? Oh my God, this lady that threw a hanger at me because it was Black Friday and she wanted a hoodie from like the very, very top of like a section. And I was so busy and I was already helping somebody else. So like I, I went over, I took it down for her and I passed it to her and I said, here you go. And I like quickly like ran off to like finish what I was doing for another customer. And I guess she like got really pissed at me because like, I don't know if she thought that I pushed the hoodie at her or like if it was just because I didn't stick around to like help her some more. So she came over to me when I finished with my other customer and she was like, do you work here? And I was like, oh yeah, I do. Like, can I help you? And she threw the hanger and the hoodie at me. Like, and if I didn't like duck back, it would have hit me in the face. And so I was just like, oh my God, like what happened, you know? And she just like sucked her teeth, rolled her eyes and like walked away. And my coworker saw like me, I was getting upset and she's like, what happened? So like I told her, I was like, hey, like she threw this at me. And if I didn't like duck away, like I would have been like hit in the face and like my manager heard it. And then, so she went over to the lady and she was like, you need to apologize to my associate because like, you can't do that. Like you almost hit her in the face. And the lady came over to me and she's like, you're a fucking liar. Like you said, I almost hit you in your face. Like I didn't almost hit you in your face. I was like, you threw that at me. I was like, if I didn't back away, you would have. And she's like, no, you're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. She just like kept cursing at me. And she like finally like walked out of the store. But I was just like shaking because I was so angry. And like, I'm the type that like, if I get mad, I will like cry. So I'm like crying in the back room and everyone's like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't understand what her problem was because I really like, like, I don't think I did anything to her. Like, and I realized working customer service that there's a lot of times that like, maybe it's just because of how small I am that people like think that they could do whatever they want. And they're just really nasty for no reason. And I think it was just like, that building up constantly it got to the point that like now I just like snap like I will say something back to you regardless of like if a manager is there or not I mean like, I try to be careful but like if you really push my buttons then I will do it justice justice, <laughs> yes, justice. not justice. good well justice. wow what's wrong with people first of all let's say you did whatever ignore her or let's just scenario you don't like a hanger I don't know what kind of hanger it was but let's say it hit you in the eye or it was a wooden hanger doesn't matter if it hit you here and you got a yeah. cut or that's just wrong right like, yeah I mean the people I'm pretty sure she saw I was with somebody already because she like waited to like 
till I was done with that customer to like come and do that. If you could go back, like this, Courtney, to that moment, what would be different now? I would have definitely yelled at her like right away and like maybe thrown the hanger back at her and be like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Which is not a good thing. I mean, every company's like, you should try to de-escalate the situation and like not retaliate. But, you know, it's kind of hard to tell somebody that in the heat of the moment. Definitely. Oh, did you see that video of the fight in Flushing on Kasena? Which one? <laughs> Dude, it was like these guys fighting over a parking spot and one of them comes out with the bat and he's like hitting the guy with the bat while the other guy's trying to like fight back. And then the video shows the guy go into his car and the other guy runs after him. And like, I guess he like hit the guy's mirror and like kicked the car. So the guy in the car drove and ran that guy over and went through a storefront and like shattered the glass like he went right through it after he hit the guy was it worth it mister was it worth <laughs> it what were you trying to do was so important. wow not, like and i when i saw that video i was like i gotta tell myself never to get to that point because like that's something you cannot like just walk away from like there's definitely gonna be charges pressed and stuff like that well girl if it's reasonable i'll get you out <laughs> oh thanks i didn't know you had that much influence i don't <laughs> gonna... uh, actually actually i kind of don't i'll speak to you on the side oh okay so so this this speaks well first of all Oh my God, where in Kitsuna, by the way? My God, I, I'll send you the um, street if I find the article. Okay, thank you. But yes, uh -huh. did you ask me, do I have some power? I think I do. So I was at a, for work, I was somewhere and the situation escalated and we had to call the police. We called and then I guess the newbies came and then it was a situation where I guess they needed to call higher. So the sergeant came, he walks in, and then I introduced myself, be like, oh, there's a situation. And then he he was mad because the situation was a was a very annoying situation, but no one wants to be here right now. But we need you guys, right? You guys are emergency services. Right. He comes to me, he's like, Right. You called us for this. He goes, We're we're out here to catch criminals. Why are you calling us for this? Mind you, we called EMS as well because they come for just they're called, right? I guess it's dispatched. Because the situation could potentially lead to it. Thankfully, didn't need mm -hmm. higher intervention, really. But this sergeant and I looked at his name thing. I went, because I think it's, I won't say it because it's real people. And then I looked at him and I said, you are emergency services. I'm sorry that this didn't match what you wanted to do tonight, but that's why you're here. He just walks away. Wow. So, what a I was, no, but I'm really glad I spoke up and then, but this is where my privilege comes in, right? I'm a woman. I felt in my role, I was okay to say it. And I told my friend who's also a police officer what happened and man, they're connected. They mm -hmm. talked to each other and he actually got that sergeant, that commissioner to call me and apologize. Not the actual oh. officer, but the commissioner. Yeah. And I went, oh snap. Cause I, I was just afraid like this dude probably does this other other places right and that scares me because okay. i'm okay i i could speak back but many people can't and i was also shocked too going are you kidding me so kind of like you corny i'm like going in 
this like <laughs> ang- I was so angry I mean I would be upset too like I'm kind of upset for you right now listening to this story like what the hell yeah and luckily I got it would have been nice if he apologized right mm-hmm. but it's just watch out mister because I got you he didn't know that I had that connect right mm. <laughs> so, you so remember you guys power corny I think I do Oh, good to know. I'll keep that in mind. No, but don't go, don't go like, you know, throwing tables. I won't. No, of course not. I'm not that type of person. No matter how justified it is. I mean, I only throw a table if somebody throws a table at me first. You know what? Fair enough. I think that'll be fine in the police report. Table was thrown at participant A. (laughs) We blocked. (laughs) Oh my God. What's your favorite? Yeah. Oh my God, Courtney. Oh Lord. By the way, we do not condone violence. Please use your words. Don't hurt people. Or, yeah. No. No violence. Maybe not even like word violence because that leads to physical violence. It can. It can. Words hurt. Words hurt. Let's just let's just all be nice and be friends. Do you think that's possible? No. I don't think because I know how people are. Yeah. Well, I want to think that's why it's important to keep those, you know, closest to you. Closest mm-hmm. to you. So otherwise, I'm glad, though, that you were okay during the pandemic. Have you, I guess you had, you picked up the hobbies, anything else that came out of this time that made you reflect or be like, this 2020, look at you. Mm, I think I just realized how many people that I knew were not okay like how many people had like uh mental health issues and like I think it just made me realize that I mean I don't want to I don't want to sound a type of way but like I felt like compared to them like I was totally okay like I was normal except for that like part where you know there was like that whole like um you know, police brutality and like the 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 racist attacks against Asians because of COVID, like oh. that. Yeah, like that part of the whole quarantine. Like, yeah, that that really bothered me. Like, I couldn't sleep for like a week. But other than that, like, I was fine. Like, I just kind of shut off the news because everything that was popping up was negative, and I was like focusing on it and like just really, like digging into things that like I knew wasn't good for like my emotional health so I just stopped it and then I just preoccupied myself and I I was okay but I saw what I did to other people and like I saw other people like just get dragged into it like I have a friend that she was just on Facebook and Instagram like every day like just arguing with people every day about the whole like um you know police brutality thing like uh, justice for George Floyd and she was just driving herself crazy and she was going to like a really really bad place and like she already is not like very good with her mental health in the first place so it got to the point that I was like you need to stop and you gotta just deactivate your social media because I see you arguing with these people and it just keeps going on and on so the, she did end up deactivating her Facebook, but she still keeps her Instagram. 
but I have to like keep reminding her like don't do this <laughs> yeah it's you know social media is mean yeah fights I'll do a comment on a like a lip gloss or something and you get mean comments people you don't know starting fights yeah it's true and you know what one day when I'm weak I might get into that fight <laughs> it's I'm just sure so petty happens. but you just you just don't want them to win either <laughs> I don't know no. it's kind of like you feel this need to change that person's point of view to like understand like where you're coming from but you you can't do that unless they're willing to do you think there's a way to for all of us to get along because you brought up a lot of things with well thank you for bringing up the fact that Asians were attacked during the COVID virus pandemic because I remember there was a time where it was a little scary to watch your back and you just think about as minorities, we kind of already have that. Different minorities have different stories, but as Asians, this time was highlighted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, my sister got kind of like, she didn't get like assaulted, assaulted, like, but this is when she was like going to work in the city. She's like in Penn Station, and this is like at the height of like the whole attacks on Asians. And she said, like, this one woman, like, literally went out of her way to, like, walk towards my sister, like, in her path and, like, elbowed her in the stomach as she, and, like, just walked by. Like, there was so much space around her, but the lady, like, went out of her way to do that. And then, like, my other sister, like, she's with her boyfriend in the city and, you know, they're just, like, walking home from dinner and this guy just, like, starts screaming at her and, like, cursing at her because she's Asian and you know blaming her for like covid and i've even at work like i had to tell some lady like to stop because she accused my like she was upset on my coworker for something and she said your people were the cause of this virus and i was like hey like that's not right for you to say like you can't go around saying stuff like that and the lady's like oh i'm 85 years old i could do what i want i could say what i want and i was like no that doesn't mean shit like you can't blame your age for your actions I was like it doesn't justify it so I mean it was kind of difficult and I did really get upset more because it was my sisters and you know I want to fight anybody that like does shit to my family but luckily um my sister can work from home now so she didn't have to go into the city and my other sister, I think she's just not really going out like that anymore. So she's fine too. Wow. Well, I'm glad that I wouldn't say they're okay because in one way they were they were assaulted, right? Attacked mm-hmm. physically and also mentally. Um so how do you when injustice like that happens how do you cope or how do you make sense of things that are not fair um I don't know I mean I kind of just get really I don't know if I've ever really coped with it I I know when it happens to my sisters like I was trying to do everything that I possibly could to like find justice for them I was like yo you need to like go to Penn Station, like, get the cameras, like, get that lady's, like, picture and, like, show it to the police and file a report, like, for harassment and assault. 
um like so i feel like if stuff like that happened to them like that's the route that i would go but like for like stuff like the news that i was reading like i just had to just stop reading it like if Mm. i see something happening to like in front of my eyes and like yeah i'll like try to like go and stop it or at least i'll like call the police but like i know that's something that bothers my boyfriend too because he's always like you don't know like people are crazy like what if they pull a knife on you and like what if you get hurt in the process and that's something that you always have to think about nowadays too because people don't like to fight fair like they fight dirty if you think about it that's the point of a fight right to like beat each other well yeah to beat each other but you know you see all these like stabbings and shootings and like nobody fights clean nowadays if that's how you call it oh man my next question was going to be like hey Courtney if someone had, someone elbowed me will you will you stand up for me I I definitely would oh but I'll be like Courtney let's run away this time I'll be the one to be like, Courtney no no we run <laughs> Dude, you want to know something crazy? Like, me and my friend, we were in the city one day, and this is, like, before COVID. But, like, this, like, one homeless guy was just, like, being really nasty. Like, he was behind us. Like, the light had just changed for us to cross. And, like, you know, me and my friend, we're not slow walkers. Like, we're New New Yorkers. We walk fast. But the guy was, like, right behind us on our ass with his fucking shopping cart. And he's talking shit about us out loud, like, oh, you fucking sluts, like, you need to walk faster than that, like, what the fuck do you think this is, a fucking fashion show? Yes, it's New York City. Yeah. Wow, (laughs) but just just being nasty. Yeah, just being nasty for no reason, like, I don't know what his rush was, I mean, no offense, he wasn't really going anywhere, but, like, He's like rushing me and her, even though we're already walking as fast as we could. So I got pissed. I turned around. I was like, what the fuck is your problem? I was like, do you have something to say? And my friend, she's like, yo, like, Cho, just like, let it go. I was like, no, fuck that. I was like, we're walking. Like, he doesn't have to say shit like that. I was like, what the fuck is your problem? And the guy is in my face now. He's like, I don't give a fuck if you're a woman. I'll fucking hit you. And it got to the point where we're arguing in each other's faces and the traffic guard was standing there and he's pushing the guy away from me because that guy was like, hey, he had his fist like this and he's like in my face and my friend's like pulling me back. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, you could try hitting me. I'll fuck you up. But, you know, the guy ended up walking away. And then later my friend was like, are you crazy? Like, he's crazy. Like, you don't know what it is with these homeless people. Like, you don't know what they'll do. And I was like, so mad at the time. I was like, I don't care, you know? Now that I look back on it, I'm like, okay, like she was right. But like, <laughs> like that's the point that I get sometimes when like people are like offending or like insulting people that I know, like my friends, my family. So yeah, I mean, if somebody did that to you, I'll probably react the same way. Oh, thank you. But let's let's not go. Let's let's okay, Courtney, let's go. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I think us two together, it could go either way, I feel. I think either I'll back you up. Yeah, you go, girl. You go. <laughs> you get the head, I get the legs. <laughs> but no, we do not condone violence, everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Yeah, but be careful, Courtney. No, yeah, I mean it's I- true. They could stick no. you with a needle. You don't, you don't. It's 그냥 불쌍하다고 생각해. Pitiful guy. Yeah, I tell myself that now. Yes. Well, 
I'm glad that you are in a better place now. Thanks, I, I guess. I mean, oh, no, that's my we... question. Are you in a better place now? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, as good as we can be during COVID. Very true, very true. I'm glad that you were able to get through it and help your friends who were feeding themselves with news. Because news is never good, right? It's kind of a... No. It's... Yeah, I don't think news would be interesting if everything was like good news, you know? No, good news is good, Courtney. I love seeing videos of newborn kittens. I love seeing how people help that grandpa see his see his grandson or hike <laughs> across the country. I like that news, okay? Yeah, but it doesn't sell as much as the bad stuff, you know? Listen, listen. It's the love of money that gets people in trouble. So mm. don't chase that coin. I have a question. Are you fulfilled where you are now? Because we're in our 30s now. And what do you see for yourself? I don't know about fulfilled. Like, I really thought by now, I mean, when I was younger, I thought by now I'd be married and have kids and like have a house and like make at least six figures. But life is never that way. And I think, I mean, I'm happy with my life. I don't have like regrets. I just wish and hope that maybe sometime soon I could work more towards uh, financial stability, like better financial stability. And yeah, that's about it. I don't really have many wants other than to travel and eat like good food. What kind of, what's your favorite food? <sighs> I think hot pot. <laughs> oh, I want that. <laughs> We should do hot pot one day. Absolutely, absolutely. But we'll get tested before. Be responsible, yeah. people. No, I'm really yeah. glad you got tested before and coming back. I think if you do it that way, right? Yeah, I mean, I had to if I want to go back to work. Yeah, so please, people, if you want to go back <laughs> to work, please be responsible. Yeah. Apparently, they're giving like $2,000 fines if you don't fill out that paperwork at the airport. Good, good. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think Korea did that first or they were like Asian countries were on top of it. Well, that's why they're like pretty much getting back to normal now while we're like struggling so hard and we're going to go through like another shutdown probably. I think we are. I think we're there. They're closing schools, right? Yeah, I saw that. I wonder if they're going to close down uh, my job. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Well... At least it's not personal, right? It, all, it affects all of us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I hope you guys are, you know, okay. We're Your okay. sister, parents. Yeah, they're good. They're good. I'm sorry. I felt like this podcast was, like, all about me. Is that how it's supposed to be? Oh, yeah, girl. You're the star. Oh, okay. Make your own podcast and ask me to come on yours. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if I ever do that. <laughs> feel bad for the kids though one of my best memories really with you is just growing up having all these random memories heartbreaks and yeah I know awkward teenage years and I'm so grateful that we're still in each other's lives and I want to see your milestones and I want to see you get rich don't worry not just money not just money you know I want to see you get rich in the heart (laughs) thank (laughs) you I hope that for you too. Thank you. Thank you. So what makes you whole, Courtney? Hmm. What makes me whole? 
I guess my friends and family. Elaborate, elaborate. Um, I will say I probably do have like the best friends in the world. Like they're like family that I actually like chose. You know, obviously you're included too. Girl, but, like, that? <laughs> but like I, I do feel like very like fortunate because I don't like I, I feel like a lot of people don't have people that they could just like rely on like if they're ever going through something like I know if I had something happen like I could call any one of them at like four in the morning be like yo like can you come get me and they'll like come right away or at least like pay for an uber to like get me right 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 then and there and you know my boyfriend he's like an amazing person too um so I'm very thankful for him because he's done so much for me and my family and it's kind of like I want to kill him sometimes because it's like taking care of a man child but I feel like that's that's how it is with a lot of men but I really feel like he's like my soulmate and you know my family like we hate each other sometimes but at the end of it I know that if I needed them for something they'll be there I'm glad that you have those people around you that you feel safe thank you yeah before we end what's your favorite ice cream flavor you know I don't like ice cream <laughs> you monster <laughs> um if I had dessert oh my god I mean if I had to choose an ice cream flavor it would probably be like chocolate chip cookie dough Say it with confidence, Courtney. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. Chocolate chip. No, it would. It would probably be the brown sugar milk tea popsicle bars with the tapioca pearls in it. Okay. Have you had that yet? Yes, yes, yes. It was yeah. a trend for that oh, time. Yeah, it was like sold out everywhere at one point. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think I prefer just the drink if I had to. Mm, okay oh, I want one now you have a way of making people want to eat stuff <laughs> you want oh, to get a hot pot I'm gonna get myself some tapioca ice cream I love it I love it thank you for being here today did you have fun yes it wasn't as uh I don't know like not not painful that's not the right word <laughs> did you think uh, it was gonna be painful well, I thought there was going to be questions that I thought I wouldn't be able to answer. That's what it was. You did beautiful. Thank you. Come back again, part two? Yeah, we'll, um, we'll see, because I don't know if I want to do my makeup again. <laughs> okay, we'll use this one for the next photo as well. Okay, sure. The next one as well. You want me to take a picture, right? Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. So I always end with, this podcast saying, Courtney, you're good, you're a love, you are a whole. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Yay.